if I've left another pastor, I'm sorry. I would also want to honor our elders. They are in, in this house, our deacons, our heads of ministries. And I would like to honor everybody else who has come. I do not take your, your presence for granted. I, I, I would like to believe. And he has a word for us. Okay. I'm very grateful that this season is revival. And the topic for, for today is standing in faith, in season and out of season. Standing in faith, in season and out of season. What is a season? The Bible dictionary says it's a specific period of time, a certain period marked by specific conditions. Let's go to Ecclesiastes 1 verse 3, uh, Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 to 8. Okay. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 to 8. For everything, there is a season. And a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to tear, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace, Genesis 1, verse 14. If we go to Genesis 1, verse 14. And God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. Daniel 2, 21. I'm sorry, uh, uh, I'm going to be a bit fast. Let's go to Daniel 2, verse 21. Daniel 2, 21. He changes times and seasons. Genesis 8, 22. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. We all live through seasons. Unfortunately, sometimes it is difficult to tell when a good season or a bad season is coming. God does or allows some things to happen without us 
understanding the entire meaning of it. through season, a season of some sort, whether it's a good season or it's a bad season, whether it's a season of distress or a season of laughter. I felt that this message was necessary. And then there are also some things we need to understand about seasons. Understanding seasons. Number one, you must understand that everything that happens in this world, in this world happens at the time God chooses. Everything that happens happens at the time God chooses. Number two, we must know that there will be seasons of joy and seasons of distress. We must be ready for that. There will be seasons of joy. There will be seasons of despair. There will be seasons of promotion. There will be seasons of demotion. Number three, some seasons will be longer than others. I'm sure when you told me season, I would put some seasons are shorter. Some, things, some seasons will come longer than others. It's all according to God's plan. Number four, seasons are not permanent. They are not. Whether it's a season of joy or a season of pain, it's never permanent. Seasons come and go. As ordained by God. Daniel Anoti, he changes times and seasons. Because they are not permanent. Number five, there's a difference between physical timing and spiritual timing. physical timing, but God uses spiritual timing. That's why sometimes we miss out on the timing of God. physical, but God will be doing it in the spiritual. Number six, our faith will be tested. There will come a time for every Christian for your faith to be tested. There will come a time. But there will come a time when your faith will be tested. Every Christian must be prepared for this testing time trial time, persecution time, warfare time, these seasons will come. This season will come. Number seven, we must remember that every season, whether it's a bad season for you or a good one, it's all for the glory of God. And it's also for your good. Whether is for the glory of God and is for your good. That's why God allows you to pin them season. It's for his glory and it's for your good. Yeah. So for each season, we are supposed to learn and do what we are supposed to do. Our lives are for God and for his kingdom. We don't own our lives. None of us own your life. Our lives belong to God. They are for the kingdom. Everything we do must be for his glory. So when seasons come, when bad seasons come, people start asking why. Why me? Who? Where? 
it's, it's, it's natural because we are human beings. It doesn't mean that your faith has gone weak. It doesn't mean that you have sinned. It doesn't mean that you are not fasting enough. They will still come. There are different kinds of seasons. Loss. If you look at these seasons, Takato Siana, showing good each and every one of us. Ma Seasons. It's all for the glory of God and it's for our good. So, my focus will be on this season of suffering. When things are not in our favor, my when things are in our favor, it's easy to celebrate. But when things are not in our favor, that's the hardest part. Pagao, my papa, what do you do? Eh, what do you do? This is the most difficult season in a Christian's life. Jesus said, think it's not strange when you are tried. Think it's not strange. We must prepare for tough seasons. Sema to be prepared for tough seasons. When everything seems to be falling apart, it's a time, when it's a time of serious discomfort, I've been there. It's a time of discouragement, I've been there. I'm sure most of you have been there. You find it hard to get out of bed. You find it hard to get out of bed. You find it hard to drive to church. It's, that's a very difficult season. And you won't know in Zwisisa. Sometimes you begin to feel good we see what I'm going through. And it's true. Most cases, they we see what you are going through. It's between you and God. It's between you and God. One thing I've learned is that in our most unpleasant place, we are never without God's grace. We are never without God's grace. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. In our most difficult Place in your most unpleasant place, he is there. I will never leave you nor forsake you. He is a promise keeper. So, what do you do when you are in that season? You ask for a strengthening, a strengthened faith. When you start to see God in every situation, your faith is strengthened. Your faith is strengthened. When you start to see God in your pain, 
when you start to see God in your, in, in your place of discomfort, yeah, your faith is tested. But your faith at the same time is strengthened. And if you fail in the day of adversity, then your faith is small. We can ask for more faith. We can ask for more faith. That we start believing in the unseen. So we ask God, let me increase my faith. Even though I don't know where you are taking me. Even though I don't know, Lord, increase my faith. I still trust in you. I still have faith in you. Even the disciples ask for more faith. But Jesus, give us more faith. As Vanguard apostles, what more about us? We need more faith. If Proverbs 3, verse 5, are not trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. So we, we don't understand. You may not understand what is happening around you. You may not understand what is happening to you, but trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. Your understanding is small. It is too small to understand what is happening. And lean not on your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him. And you will make your path straight. So, so I've said, number one, ask for his strength and faith. Number two, stand on the word of God. Stand on the word. Romans 15 verse 4. For us, whatever things were written are for time. We're written for our learning that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. Hope. If we can have hope. Yeah. For whatsoever things were written are for time. We're written for our learning that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. When everything is falling apart, you still confess the word of God. You still say, the Lord is my strength. The Lord is my rock. He is my fortress. When everything is around you, when you don't understand what is happening, you say, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. I fear no evil. When everything is falling apart, you still confess. Some trust in chariots. Some trust in their horses. But my trust is in the name of the Lord, my God. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. You continue to confess until your spirit starts to believe it. Until it sinks into your spirit. Every word of God. That is what you need. The word of God. Stand on the word. To be strengthened by the Lord is an often overlooked aspect of successfully standing in the day of trials. Yet it is of great importance to be strengthened by the Lord. is an often overlooked. We need God to strengthen us. We stand on the word. We stand on the word. 
David, David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. He strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Have you ever seen sometimes you know, depression? But when you start to read the word, it starts to heal you. It starts to do things into you, things that you don't understand. Number three, wait on the Lord. Isaiah 40, verse 29 to 31 says, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. We wait. We don't know how long. Some seasons are longer than others. It could be a long season, but we wait. We wait. It could be a short season. We still wait. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. As you wait, there is a strength coming. Strength for your, for your, for, for your situation. There is strength for the day. Because he is faithful. Number four, put on the whole armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand the walls of the devil. Ephesians 6 verse 1. Whatever happens to you will try to define you. Whatever happens to you Describe. If you ever seen good in those it will try to define you. The pain will try to define you. The shame will try to define you. The disappointments, the heartbreaks, they will try to define you. The rejection will try to define you. But you are a chosen generation. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. 1 Peter 2 verse 9. That's your identity. That's your true identity. Not identity, I would describe by your condition and your situation. No matter what the devil may try to whisper to you, this one, 1 Peter 2 verse 9, is your true identity. You let the devil know that you know who you are in Christ. You start to declare, I'm a chosen generation. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation. I'm God's special possession. I'm on number five. Praising the Lord. Praising God is what we should do in every season. Ultimately, God is in control of every season. Akuna season, you know, I surprise kuna mwari. You know, I am a surprise kwatiri. Asikuna mwari, I surprise. He has ordained every season. He's in control of every season. In everything. We start to praise. Because the word says in everything, give thanks. 
For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This verse sustained me. This verse carried me in everything. Give thanks. Give thanks. Pajose. Pajose. It doesn't matter. The word says in everything. Give thanks. <coughs> for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Philippians 4, 6 says, be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, no matter the situation, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. Do not give in. After crying and praying, stand. 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 How do you stand? How do you stand? When it seems like there's nothing left to do, how do you stand? How? Tell me how. How do you smile when your heart has been broken and is filled with so much pain? How do you afford to smile? We need to just stand. Stand. Even in the midst of darkness, in the midst of a storm, stand. When you stand, the devil gets confused. But you choose to stand. Murima imomo, you stand. In the pain, you stand. In the heart, you stand. Do not give in. The devil wants you to give up. His mission is to kill, to steal, to destroy. But Jesus says, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. I will not allow the devil to kill me. Do not allow him to kill, to steal, and to destroy you. Stand. When Christians have suffered a loss, most times we retreat. We retreat. We retreat. Pani ma situation yomwa kutu unosha kutisaka ando tangira papi. Pani ma situation yomwa unoti. You just have to surrender to God. The devil wants you wrapped up in your circumstances. Anula utika na pani chaitika kwa uri. Waba so consumed in that. Aucha sumu kifuti. The devil wants to keep you in the pain. Kana wonga ori mpaini, sata nada otu ugare ori momo. Adu tuubude. Kana wonga ori mulosa, adu tuubude. Kana wonga opinda mdimotion, adu tuubude. The devil wants you to stay in your pain. The devil wants you to stay in your negative circumstances. If it's shame, anto lakuto urambe urimo. If it's loss, if it's disappointment, the devil wants you to stay in your regret, in your failure, so that you are not ready for battle, so that you do not move on. Kana wadona, sata nantu da ukupezisa. Kana wadona, 
Satan anda ukupedzisa. He does not want you to lift up your head again. He wants to finish you off. He wants to finish you off. That's who the devil is. What season are you in? It's important to know. Of course, we are in the season of revival. Right, right. We should benefit from revival. What season are you in? Some of you here, your season of shame is long past. You are still in there. Some of you, your season of lack is long past, but you are in there. Some of you, your season of mourning is long past. You are still mourning. I've long healed you. It's time to press on. It's time to move on. Break camp. Some of you, season. Because the devil has placed a siege on you so that you do not move on. Yeah. What season are you in? And he said to me, my grace is sufficient. My grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. 2 Corinthians 12, verse 10. Corinthians 4 verse 10. Okay, let me start from verse 9. But he said to me, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I'll boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ then, I'm content with weaknesses, I'm content with insults. I'm content with hardships. I'm content with persecutions. I'm content with calamities. For when I'm weak, then I'm strong. For when I'm weak, then I'm strong. When I'm weak, then I'm strong. Thank you. I hope I encourage somebody 